Beware of practicing your piety before others. There is a public display of piety at my grocery store these days. A magazine cover beside the cashier features a woman in the mountain yoga pose, eyes serenely closed, a self-satisfied smile on her lips. Beneath her tranquil face, the text reads, I am enough. Well, methinks the lady doth protest too much. I mean, does anyone who is that sure that they are enough assume a yoga pose on a silly magazine cover proclaiming they are enough? Now, I'm not criticizing yoga. I just wrote um, a dust cover endorsement for a yoga book. I respect the kindness of assuring people that we have worth. We do have worth. We are God's children created in God, God's image. God has wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature. But are we in ourselves enough to handle life's challenges? The leading proponent of the I am enough philosophy is author, motivational speaker, and personal trainer, Marissa Peer. She also offers hypnotherapy, programs to change our thoughts, and to lose weight. Pierre also, so my question is, if I'm enough, why do I need to get hypnotized, change my thoughts, and lose weight? Is it that I'm too much? Now, Pierre also sells an audio titled why lying to yourself could be a good thing. You see why I'm suspicious. <laughs> Let me be clear, no ancient spiritual tradition says we are enough. Not the Hindu Vedas, not the Buddhist Sutras, not the Bible. Are we really stronger than Shakespeare's slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to, just speaking for me, I'm not. The only prayer I've ever prayed with 100% unadulterated sincerity is help. It's the prayer I pray when I know good and well I'm not enough. Now we may occasionally work up an inflated illusion of self-sufficiency, but deep down inside, we know our frailty. We know we're not enough. And so we spend our lives compensating for that inadequacy. Maybe, maybe we can make enough money to be okay. In the 1960s, oil tycoon J. Paul Getty was the richest man in the world. A journalist once asked him, Mr. Getty, how much money do you need? How much will be enough? And Getty answered, just one more dollar. Maybe we listen to the right music, read the right books, have the right friends. But Ecclesiastes says, I have seen all these deeds that are done under the sun. They are a mere chasing after the wind. Polishing our resumes 
and chanting the, the I am enough mantra will not wash away our dusty nature, our human frailty. So on Ash Wednesday, we admit that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. But these aren't words of despair, quite the opposite. Holy Scripture is the roadmap for our journey from dust to glory. St. Augustine showed us how that works. He tried everything to compensate for his sense of not being enough. He won at sports. He used romantic conquests to prove he was desirable. He tried to get rich. He became a famous scholar, but it didn't work. Augustine summed up his achievements and said, we pursued the empty glory of popularity, ambitious for the applause of the audience to win a garland of mere grass. But the story has a happy ending because Augustine discovered that his sense of inadequacy was nothing other than his longing for God. Augustine said, there is a God-shaped hole in every human heart that only God can fill. God is enough. Only God is enough. Dean Richard recently spoke of our absolute dependence on God. He was echoing the greatest 19th century theologian, Friedrich Schleiermacher, who said, faith means admitting our absolute dependence on God. As the old hymn confesses, I need thee every hour, O gracious Lord. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. St. Paul didn't measure up either. The Corinthian church fired him. Besides his physical handicap, Paul's sermons were so boring that a young man in a balcony fell asleep and plummeted to his death. So if your neighbor starts nodding, just give them a little nudge. Paul didn't measure up, but he did a fine job of compensating. He did it until he could brag, if anyone has reason for confidence, I have more. Then he recited his resume. Paul had the degrees, the certificates, and the credentials. But then he said, now I count all these things as rubbish. That's the translator's polite word for what Paul actually said, four letters. <laughs> I count them as rubbish compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Not enoughness is the God-shaped hole in our heart. The journey begins in dust, nowhere else. When we give our flawed, failed, futile selves to God, that's when we become whole. Only God is enough. Only in God are we enough. And in God, we are abundantly more than enough. Australian, Austrian, Austrian psychotherapist Eugene Gendlin calls to de, called today's sovereign self-reliance 
process skipping. Buddhist psychologist John Wellwood calls it spiritual bypassing. Both mean that to skip the trip is to miss the goal. We reach the east by sailing west. To see the light, we look into our deeper darkness. The path to God, our hope and our glory, begins when we admit that we are dust and to dust we shall return.